Hello, all my littles and my bigs. It's Barbara Jarbeck here with the marvel of my ordinary life. Episode number 56. Usually I say, oh my gosh, that's a good one. Yeah, I'm just saying it's an interesting one. I was trying to think of a good story because, y'all, usually I start a week in advance. I think about all my stories and all of that. And today, all of a sudden, I went, uh oh, it's due tomorrow morning at 12 a.m. And I started panicking and I couldn't think of a good story. But then I had a really good idea. Episode number 56. Oh, yes, I did. You count them. And I want you to try. Here we go. Once upon a time, there was a little girl named Barbara. She was lovely. As you know, she was not. She was me. I grew up to be Barbara. I was a fun kid, but I did get in quite a bit of trouble. I had an older brother, King of the Rascals, Johnny. I had best sister in the world, Nancy, who was two years older than me. Together, we didn't cause trouble so much as maybe trouble followed us because we all three loved animals. And my parents didn't have a no button. They didn't stick to saying no. So over time, we had a lot of different animals. I started thinking about them all, and I thought I'd share what I can remember of the animals I have had with you. It is up to you to keep count. Uh Uh-huh. No time to think about it. Get ready. Get ready to count. Mark it set. Go. Once upon a time, we had a beautiful black cat, long hair, beautiful, named Midnight. She's the one that had kittens in the couch. That's a story to come. Then we had Tiger. He was, oh, he was a tomcat. And I remember he used to spray this nasty smell all over the inside of the house on my mom's furniture until one day she grabbed him by the tail and swung him out the door. Yes, he did stick around, but he did not come in the house anymore. Then we had Bootsy. Bootsy was my kitty. She had four white feet and a little white face and the rest of her was black. I remember she had kittens, but she had one early and it was so, it looked like melting ice cream on the floor. And I thought, what is that? And I was real little, so I went over to investigate. Oh yeah, no. Picked it up, brought it to my mom. Mommy, what is this? Oh, oh no, honey. No, no, no. We need to put that back. Yeah, mom took care of it. That was Bootsy. Then there was Blackie. Blackie was a dog. She was so cute. She was shaggy. And what color was she? Yeah, she was black all over. Oh, Blackie did not make it. She actually had a tragic end, of which I'm not even sure if I've told you in a story or not. But I'll look back. And if I have not, then I will. Then there was Becky, the dog we got from my uncle because somebody didn't want their puppies. She's the one that had 12 puppies herself, had them in our shower. Oh, brother. Then we had Trina. That was my sister's horse. That was the story where the saddle was left at the front door. Mm-hmm. That was Trina. And there was her baby, Trinket, because when we got Trina, that big, beautiful horse, she came with the baby in her tummy. Uh-huh. Uh, beautiful. Then there was Apache. Apache was my white horse with brown spots 
and big blue eyes. And I want to say he was cute, but he was kind of odd and he was very clumsy. Definitely, I fell off him and had to go to the hospital at least once. He was the one that I brought in the house. Mm -hmm. Then, let's see, there was Casper. He was a Shetland pony. Super fun to ride. I could just run and jump on him and giddy up and go charging all over the hillside. Everybody loved Casper. Then there was, let's see, Samantha. She was a little black dog with his huge beard that I got free from the pet store. That was back in the day when they had pet stores with puppies in cages. I don't actually think. I hope that's not a thing anymore. Then I had chickens in the yard and maybe some in the closet because my dad said no more chickens and I did it anyway. Then we had Tammy, a Shetland sheepdog, not a Shetland pony, a Shetland sheepdog, which basically looks like a little tiny miniature collie. And in this case, she looked like a little red fox which my sister was often stopped and people would say, oh, how cool, you have a little fox. And she's like, no, 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 no. We don't put foxes on leashes. This is a Shetland sheepdog. Then we had a little yellow canary that Nancy kept in her room. My great aunt Maud gave it to her. It sung away. It was so beautiful. And one day I saw the cat with it in its mouth running down the hall. Mm -hmm, That's a story we'll tell at another time. Then I had parakeets that I let fly around my room until I realized they were pooping everywhere and then they ganged up on me and started pulling my hair so I let them loose. Uh Uh-huh. Then we had Bambi which you all know if you've listened to the very first episode. Bambi was our quote-unquote pet deer because no, 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 no catching wild animals. Animals? No catching wild animals and calling them pets. Then I had Shorty. I call this my campground dog. I went away the day after high school to live in a campground and work as a horseback trail guide, among other things. And I had the cutest little Shorty dog that came with me, just a little scruffy somebody. That's another story. Then I had Sunderland Cell, my favorite dog in the world. Mm, Nope, Tony Dog was, but this one was pretty close. Sunderland was red and a vishla. They have a red tongue, red eyes, red nose, red hair. They're kind of like a hunting dog. It was the first dog that I bought on my own as a young adult, and I worked all summer for it. Oh, then there was Tony Dog. Tony Dog was a Doberman shepherd that somebody pushed out of the car when they saw me walking someone else's dog uh, when I lived in Monterey, and they said, hey, you have one dog, here's another, and then they just drove off. Best dog ever, Tony Dog. Then there was Simon, the apartment cat. I moved into the apartment in Monterey. Apparently, it came with a Siamese cat. (laughs) That cat came with the house. (laughs) That cat was so odd and talked all the time, like, like all the time. Let's see. Then I had Murray, the found dog. Murray I found up in the hills of the gold country, up near Angel's Camp. Cute little like Australian shepherd, super good little dog with a very bad habit of chasing sheep. Took that dog with me back down to the Bay Area so nobody would shoot it because you all, that's what they do. If if your dog chases their sheep, mm, 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 that's their livelihood. You can't have that because they'll scare them to death, literally. So Murray came back home with me. (sighs) Then I had Boo Boo Bear, which is another cat. She was found by the side of the road in a box. We were driving back from Half Moon Bay and just started on the tiny little road that curves up and over the mountains 
It was nighttime, and by the side of the road, I said, you know what? I think I saw lights shining in something's eyes by the side of the road. And so we stopped and went back, and there's a little tiny kitten. It was kind of coming out of a cardboard box. It just barely had its eyes open. It was all by itself, so of course I took that with me. Then there was Elsa. Elsa was a big red dog. I think she might have been a Rhodesian Ridgeback. I don't even remember why. Where did I get her? I don't remember, but she was a little much for our house. We had a small house for a very big dog. She would run across the back of the furniture like it was a road. If anybody knocked at the door, she'd go, and jump across the back of the furniture. So we ended up rehoming her to a really nice lady who was like, I love her and I love the name Elsa. Then we had Tootsie. Tootsie, I did a story, episode number 36, where we found Tootsie. She used to live in a chimney. Mm -hmm. She came to live with us until she was 21. Long time. Then I had three chickens in Alameda in a little tiny, little tiny cage. I had wanted chickens, but I really didn't have the setup for it. So I just kind of faked it and put them in a rabbit hutch and then kind of let them run around the yard, except they got scared and flew into my neighbor's house. Yeah, that was a story too. Then I had the Bryant shrimp that I told you about in one of my more recent episodes that I brought to school to show my favorite teacher, Mrs. Kirtley, and she dropped them. Then there were the rats um, in my house that, oh boy, king of the rascals, we all let the rats loose into my mom's bridge club and nobody ever came back. That was a lot of rats. That was probably four or five animals right there. Then we had king of the rascals, Johnny, huge fish that was named Oscar, and the kind of fish he was, was an Oscar. He ate other fish. Then, of course, ever popular alligators that Johnny, King of the Rascals, brought home and fed goldfish to that we built a pond for, and they grew too big for the pond and started chasing us. Then we had the turtles that Aunt Maud continued to bring us, even though we'd always play with them outside and their shells would get soft, and that never ended well. Then we had Sam the tortoise, who my mom found on her way home, and I thought, I don't know what she was thinking. She's like, oh, look, another cute pet, and brought that home. Then we had many goldfish. I had two goldfish that were huge. They were as long as your hand, I think probably up till about, well, and yeah, as an adult's hand, a big hand. They were huge. They lived probably eight years, which is a lot. We had many, many guppies. Guppies are the funnest because, I don't think funnest is a word, don't use funnest in your life, but they were super fun because they have babies like crazy, so you always have a lot. Then I had a hamster. I gave my hamster, I believe I gave it to my friend Mari. I'm not sure because it bit. <laughs> Here, Mari, you take it. I don't want it. I don't really care for hamsters. I don't know why I had a hamster. She put it in a hamster ball and it ran all over the house like it's a clear ball. Super cool. You put the hamster in and it rolls it around the house. And I remember it came out of the hamster ball and somehow ended up into the heater vents of the house. And the guy had to come and go down into the basement and find out where in the vents it was. It was not dead. She got it back. Then I had rabbits that I put in our playhouse. Ugh, don't, it's another animal I don't care for. You may have them, I do not. You have to change their cage so much. And because I had them in the playhouse, I always thought bigger is better, let them run around the playhouse. I had to use a shovel to scrape the poop 
off the floor of the playhouse because they pooped so much and it smelled nasty. Ugh. Anyway, we had king snakes. I think we only had one for a little while. It maybe got injured. Then we had to let it go. Um, let's see. Then we had Java Binks. Um, she was a boxer that I got as a rescue. That means a dog that doesn't have a home. And in this case, she had four puppies. And somebody had her at their house and was keeping all of them until they found homes. And when I went there originally to look for the puppy, and they were all crying and jumping, all over her. She was so sad because she said, I am too old to be doing this. Get me out of here. So even though I really wanted a puppy, I came home with the mama. That was Java Binks. Then there was Joey. She was another boxer. She was from Monterey. I wanted her so badly, so badly. And the people were saving her for me. And I was all ready to go the next day, drive an hour and a half to Monterey and pick her up. And they called and said somebody else had come sooner. So they gave her to them. So sad. Well, the next day, I got a phone call back. She had jumped the fence and run away. They re-caught her and then called me and said, do you still want her? And I was like, yes, I still want her. Oh my gosh, that dog was an escape artist. I'll tell you more about her in another story. Then there was Skye. She was the only boxer where we actually bought her as a puppy from a breeder. Normally, I would never get a boxer or any dog from a breeder, but we tried for like a year and a half to get a puppy, a rescue puppy that was a boxer. Finally, we went to a dog show and found somebody who had a not show quality. I don't even know what that means, but she wasn't fancy enough to be one of their prize dogs. So they were selling them for, you know, good price, which was still a ton of money. But that is how we got her. Then I had Lodi, who is another boxer. You see a trend here. He was so cute in such a weird way. He was white with a big brown spot over one eye. And he, I think we got him the day after Skye had died. She died quite young. I think she ended up with a, a tumor that burst or something. Anyway, we went to the pound, that's where we got our dogs, to look at another dog that in the picture looked just like the cutest little boxer. And we got there and it was this snarling, weird combination of a boxer and a beagle. But in the cage next to them, next to that dog was Lodi. And we're like, oh, he's sold cute. So that's who we got. And oh my gosh, there's a story about that. Then there's Lou. I got Lou when looking for another dog. Oh, Lucille. She was so old. Nobody wanted her. And that's the dog that we got. Then there was Melly. Melly was another one where her picture was so cute. I took Catherine, my daughter, to look the pound to go see her. And we got there and I walked right by her cage and my daughter said, no mom, I think that's her. And I was like, oh no, no, tell me that's not her. (laughs) She was pretty young and she had this huge head and this little tiny body. She was a Labrador Basset Hound. So imagine the head of a black lab on a Basset Hound's body. That's what what Melly was. So Catherine wanted to name her Melly and we brought Melly home. Then I got Tess, who you all know is 
a huge handful. She was from a rescue also, all the way up in Modesto. And she's a really good girl. She wakes up every morning joyful, but boy, oi, oi, she is now a little over three years old and just calming down a tiny bit. I also had all sorts of hissing cockroaches and millipedes. I even had a duck at my preschool, but oh my gosh, they poop like crazy. It pooped in the little wading pool so much. Like you had to wash that thing out twice a day. And right now you could, I couldn't have a duck. I could not have a duck because we have a drought and I would never be able to keep it. Then I have, at this point, I have tons of chickens. I've got Meg who's setting again. That means she's trying to hatch eggs. Got news flash for her. She has no eggs under her. <laughs> she just sits there very serious. I'm going to hatch these babies. And I lift her up and I say, do you see? You have no eggs. And then finally, I usually give in. At 21 days, I go to the store and I get a baby chick and I put it under her and I go, look, your baby's here. And she said, I knew it. So we might be doing that again in another week, which will be the third time she has raised chicks that are not her own, which is so, so funny to watch. And then I got the goat. Oh, no, I forgot one. I had Nani goat. I had a goat that I got at a, I think she was a pygmy goat, at the state fair one year. So fun. Brought her home, kept her with the horses. That was very fun. And then I had, of course, Danny and Ollie, the two goats that I, we, the kids and I, convinced school to let us have right before COVID struck. And then I had to bring them back to my house. Oh my gosh, who else? I think that's enough. And as I said, I did not keep count. I just started writing down every animal I could think. I don't think I missed any. I might have, but I don't think so. Anyway, I'd be curious. Go ahead and send me an email in the marvel of my ordinary life at gmail.com. I'm super curious how many you counted. Oh, and next time I'll have another fun story for you. Okay, see you later. Bye.